You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. Good evening, hello, and welcome to The Art of Bounce, a joint venture between Forcefed Digital and TURN, the United Ronin Networks. My name is Ralph Anthony Garcia, also known as R4. The Art of Bounce, or Bounce Pod for short, is where I have therapy sessions, only I'm speaking into a microphone as opposed to a stranger. Getting paid $2 a minute to listen to what I dish out for free. That ain't cool with me. Oh, it's not like you're paying your insurance pays. So? I still will have to get up and go at least one hour out of my way. Wait 15 minutes for a 45 minute session, etc. Another hour on your way back home. Only to get out of that office feeling emptier than when you went in. I don't know if that's therapeutic. I can tell you from experience, years and years. I don't know. It's just not for me. Mind you, these are my views. With that being said, let's go with the flow. PTSD is still very real, and I'm going to need therapy for that. Doing it here at home under my roof without having to leave my room, get up, go out and commute, having to deal with attitude on these miserable streets. Man, please, doing it from here is way more pleasurable to my psychology for my psychiatry and not so likely to catch another damn panic attack. Very real, which is why I shout out and fully acknowledge my fellow men and women in black doing the best they can. On today's edition of Bounce, I dusted off an old recording I made last summer right around the time I was given the green light by my folks at Forcefed Digital. This is one of the first recordings I made, but somehow it did not save on my computer. I was very lucky to have recorded that very session live on my Instagram at the same time. So, all was not lost. I salvaged what I could in this lost episode. So, ladies and gentlemen, please excuse the sound quality as I bring you more NYC bouncer rantings on this podcast, The Art of Bounce. This story takes us to Hell's Kitchen in Midtown Manhattan way back in the later mid-2000s. A cute bar restaurant by the name of Tasty. On their logo, they got a cute little champagne glass for a Y and dish. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, step lively, watch a step, and find yourselves a seat, make yourselves at home, and let's listen in. Alright everybody, I'm about to record the art of bounce. Let's just do this. You know, I think back to all the places I ever worked at, man, and man, been a lot of them. Manhattan especially. I've worked plenty of places in Manhattan. This time, however, in Midtown. Yeah, we're going to stay around Midtown. But this particular area, Hell's Kitchen. That's where we're going. Now, Hell's Kitchen has a special place in my heart. Simply because when I was a homeless teenager running around the streets and got sick of sleeping on trains and eating out of garbage cans, I did that. I surely did. And I bear no bones. I definitely have no shame in saying so. But I was one of these homeless kids on the streets running around crazy in Midtown. 
I discovered a place called Covenant House down there. And trust me when I tell you, a lot of us wayward kids were definitely holed up in that place, you know. Now, you got the nerve to be a f***ing condominium. Very insulting, man, I tell you. Very insulting. I mean, where are these homeless kids now? Man, listen. I tell you what. Hell's Kitchen, though, again, special place in my heart. Port Authority and all that. And, you know, in my days as a youth, running around in Hell's Kitchen, if I didn't do anything else, that's what you had to do. If you didn't have a home to go to, then, hey, you could always hang out in Hell's Kitchen or... You can always ride the train up and down. My favorite thing to do was going up and down that A train from 207 all the way down to Far Rockaway. That's an easy two and a half hours spent in somewhere safe, you know. Anyways, <laughs> if you're lucky for it to be safe on that train that particular time, let me just say, as we take that very train to 50th Street, we get off and we get out between... 9th and 10th Avenues. Okay. Little place called Tasty. Now this goes back to... Hmm, what year was that? Hmm, I think it's about... I think it was 2009? Let's go with 2009, huh? And this was a place, Tasty, a gay bar. Okay, fine. I've worked many gay bars. Here in Hell's Kitchen especially. One of three that I ever worked at in Hell's Kitchen, and this is Tasty. Now, outside Tasty's, we're right next to a pub, an Irish pub, right directly next to it. Tasty is this little restaurant bar. Has a little outside seating in front. Place ain't but so big, though. It's not very huge at all. Just a door that leads you in, and as soon as you come in, the bar is right there to the left, going all the way down to the end of the place where there's like a little brick mortar wall and a little window right next to that, and uh, some seating back there, little path towards the bathroom, only one bathroom there, and place ain't but so big, again, just like a, maybe a regular size hell kitchen bar. It also was a restaurant, so you know, you had the uh, tables strewn about, and outside as well, there was a couple of tables for you to sit outside at, and they served food. You know, the regular American pastime meal, the burgers and fries, shakes and floats or whatever. Up in this nice little homosexual friendly place. Up in this gay friendly place, you know. You saw their flags strategically placed on each corner of the walls or whatever. Okay, that's what they do. Fine. Now, the owner was this Italian cat. Real cool, man. Jersey boy type, you know what I'm saying? Real cool. Thick accent like mine. <laughs> so when we shooting the shit together and, you know, we're talking, <laughs> you know, very fun. I never had a bad word to say to the guy. He never had a bad word for me. Uh, we always did our thing together. We always got along. Me being the only bouncer working there. There was nobody else but me. And I pulled off rocking a good year with them, a good maybe almost a year. Only reason why I didn't stick around is because the change in management. Now, at first, I was working there, and they were paying good, $25 an hour. Back in 2009, that was pretty damn good paper. 
$25 an hour, and I was working six hours. So I was, what, getting a buck 50 every time I worked, and I was working three days, four days out the week. I was loving it in there. Even though, you know, there was always a flirty gay guy saying hello to me, which is fine. I don't hate that. I do, however, give off that sense of respect, like, please respect my space. Don't talk crazy to me, you know, don't touch me any kind of way, and we'll be fine. We'll get along just fine. Now, for the most part, most of them are respectful, but there was always that little two or three that I had to deal with. But one of the takeaways I got from this place, especially deep at night, is when a bus is parked across the street. Now, for a couple of weeks, I'd see this go down and wonder, why is there a bus there? Like clockwork, always there at a certain time. Like I would look at my watch, oh, there it is at 2 a.m. again. And a couple of weekends down the line, I find out that this particular bus takes folks upstate. This is where folks visit their loved ones in prison and go upstate. That particular bus right there. And I found it weird, like, I guess it was a thing they've been doing for years. Okay. So, one weekend, these girls, these women, a couple of them had bonnets on their head, you know, they're not looking the very freshest. But, you know, like a good five of them came over across the street. Like three of them wanted to use the bathroom. Okay. I'm not a hard-on guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the type to say, oh, you can't use the bathroom here. Me, I like to deflect as opposed to affect. So instead of telling them no, I'd say, look, just show me your ID. No problem. All right. So sure, they keep their IDs closely on their person, whipping them out, whether it's from their little bras or their, their little purses they might have had. Boom. I see their ID. I'm checking their ID over 21. And a couple of them actually went to the bar and got themselves a couple Heinekens or whatever. Cool, not a bad decision. So as the couple girls went to use the bathroom, one of them saw fit to come say hi to me. Hello. She'd say, and I'm like, hello to you. And apparently she must think I'm this handsome guy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, after all, I did come in suspenders, I had a funky tie, I had a funky fedora, and my suit on, you know? I was looking like gangster. <laughs> well, some people either call me a gangster or a pimp whenever I'm dressed in the suit, so she must have thought I was really a gangster pimp right now. God, you smell good. That was my thing. I made sure I wore the finest cologne. And she just happened to be up in my area, up in my space, smelling me, coming closer to me. You are highly sexy. She'd say to me, and I'm like, wow, I can definitely return that sentiment to you, darling. Even though she had a whole bonnet on her head and wasn't the cutest thing, but you could tell, like, if she really wanted to, she could get dressed and get fresh. But I couldn't help but to be enveloped by her sexiness. And I can't lie, man, you know, being professional while going through this is kind of a challenge. So I got to keep my eyes open and my peripherals fresh and see what I'm doing and doing my job at the same time while trying to talk to this chick. Meanwhile, I see across the street that bus, you know what I'm saying, it's just idle there. And you can tell there's like movement in and out of it. And I'm paying attention to that, making sure everything on the street is okay. Okay. Everything's cool. Um, 
Inside, though, inside the place, inside Tasty, everybody's hanging out, behaving. This woman, though, she is really up in my space, loving the way I'm looking, I guess. And I can't lie, I was loving her vibe. She was making the situation kind of pleasant. But then, suddenly, she puts her hand on my... Damn, boy. She said. And then, I'm like, okay, thanks. Because, to be honest, I did not know what the hell to do about that. Here she is, hand firmly on my... So, I just stand there like, you know... Are you impressed? You know what I'm saying? That look like that. You know, I didn't ask her that, but my face sort of suggested it. And then she takes my hand and just puts it right on her. I'm so hot. She was all wet, too. I'm like, damn. So I let go real quick. I wasn't trying to keep my hand on there too long because, you know, folks might around and change their mind at that very second talking about. Uh-huh. It's not touch me. You know, I don't need none of that. But she was like, yo. Take this number down. I need to see it. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, wasn't this chick going to visit somebody upstate? You know. Meanwhile, her friends or, you know, her colleagues, whoever, come back from the bathroom. Now she's on her way to the bathroom. And the girls that came out, there were three of them, end up leaving back outside the door. The one sipping on her Heineken was still at the bunk. The girl who basically lovingly harassed me went to the bathroom. Now, after tonight, you know, I mean, I'm thinking I'm working at Paradise. Then one day, whenever you're doing this job, you have to trust your seventh sense, as I love calling it. Most call it the sixth sense. And whenever I feel my seventh sense nagging me, I best to listen. Now, this guy comes in, whole scowl on his fucking face. You could tell he shaves his face to maintain whatever you he thinks he has. I asked the guy for ID. He looks at me like I was supposed to ask him for shit. But in my demeanor, I was insistent and stood in front of him and made sure I did not budge until he showed me a piece of ID. So as I look at his ID, I see that he's a former cop. Or maybe a current cop. But he shows a police ID. Sure. No problem. I let him in. He's, ugh, like, the way I felt watching this guy come in, like, who the fuck do you think you are, man? He's one of them types. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just seeped off of him. And, uh, <laughs> You see him going to the bar, you see him talking to the owner, and I guess he knew the owner. The owner gives him a hug or whatever, and they handle their business in the back of the bar. Cool. Enter next weekend. All my fabulous people coming in, everybody coming in, looking to do a party. Good. Everybody loves partying here at Tasty's. I mean, again, not a big place, but... The people make it worthwhile. I gotta say, you know, the happy, colorful folk are very respectful. They're not disrespectful. They don't bombard you with their antics. Very glad that they were respectful with me. But it's not about them. It's about this fucking guy coming in through the door again. And, you know, being that he came last week, 
I showed him the courtesy and let him waltz on in without asking for his ID. I got my seventh sense working. And my seventh sense tells me let the guy in. No problem, but still keep that seventh sense nice and alert. Watch this guy. And man, not for nothing. I see him jaw jacking with the bartenders and jaw jacking with the barkeep back there and jaw jacking with the cooks in the back of the kitchen over there. And I'm like, man, he's doing a whole lot of jaw jacking for me. And then the owner comes from the back, steps to me with this cat and says to me, allow me to introduce you to the newest owner of Tasty's. I'm like, okay, you're the new owner. Yup. I'm the new owner, he says. I'm not even going to mention his name. I'll just call him the new owner. And mind you, yo, he always left a bad taste in my mouth, boss. But that's just the way, you know, how some people just rub you the wrong way. Just looking at him. Well, I couldn't stand looking at him. <laughs> I couldn't stand him. I'm going to keep it real. He was awesome shit like, all right, you're no longer working for five hours. You're now working eight hours. Same salary. I was like, yeah, okay. Um, This will be my last night working here, okay? With that being said, I hope you find yourself a bouncer that is going to let you shit on them like that. Well, today, you're only getting paid $20 an hour as opposed to $25. i am like, well, bro, if you don't want me to walk out of here right now, you better keep my salary intact the way it is until you can find yourself somebody tomorrow. Do not let me walk out of here right now, because I will. And with that, he left me alone. But there was no way I was going to work for this cat for lower salary. F*** that. Piece of s***. You should have seen what he did at the end of the night, man. At the end of the night, he bragging and boasting about his capoeira or whatever the f*** he does, right? And he loves to show off the s*** looking like an asshole. And I'm looking at this stupid f***. I'm like, man, I wish he'd really try that with me. You know? But... I kept my ego in check, and I'm watching this asshole really showing off his little moves. And then the bartender girl says, I bet you I can beat you. Well, you want to test me? Then let's go. I step to this bartender girl and says, do you really want to do this? Yeah, yeah, this guy. I'm going to show him out. You sure you don't want me to stop you right now and save you from making a bad decision? I'd ask her. She's like, man, move out my way. Okay. So there she is in her battle stance, and, and there he was in his old f***ing capoeira bullshit. Next thing you know, they lock up, and suddenly he picks her up, sweeps her off her feet, and drops her directly on her f***ing head. Bro, when I seen him do that, I went and snatched him in a fiend to get him up off of her. While in the fiend position, or rear naked choke, I lift him up, right? And I made sure we were both on our feet, and then I let him go like, that ain't cool, bro. That wasn't fucking cool, I says to him. And apparently he must have been either high off of cocaine or drunk to be fucking smiling at me and shit. Well, don't fucking smile at me. You just assaulted a fucking woman, bro. You proud of yourself. Man, listen, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Can I get my shit so I can get the fuck out of here? I uttered loudly because I was just sick of being there already, right? The old owner, you know, was always kind and paid me on time, which he did this time again. But I was sad to see 
that this was going to be the last time I was going to be here because there was no way, absolutely no f***ing way I was going to work for this bald f***ing asshole. Hell no. F*** this guy. Man, what I wanted to do was give him a straight kick to his f***ing head. And as big as his f***ing head was, there was no way I was going to miss. Got a wet towel and made sure I took care of the poor girl who was still on the ground holding her head crying. And there I was helping her out with the wet towel and helping her up on her feet. This f***ing asshole didn't even have the common courtesy to lift up his victim off the floor after dropping her on the head like that. A son of a bitch. Oh my God. Please, God. Please tell me you f***ing hit him with the karma he deserved after that, man. Why is it that f***ing assholes always get the f***ing best, man? Damn, maybe I should be a f***ing asshole. And maybe I make more money than I ever did in my f***ing life being a f***ing asshole. Anyway, folks, you know how I get. I start the ranting and the raving. I think I better be quiet now. Tasty. It was a short stint. Been there about a year, you know? But... It was a short one because once this motherfucker came in, try to take the reins of the bar, there was no fucking way I was staying there. So I guess it's safe to say this is the very last, the end of the tale of the Tasty Bar slash restaurant. All right then, see you on the next one. All right, party people, thank you for listening to the Lost episode here on the Art of Bounce podcast. If you should have any questions, or if you're a fellow bouncer on duty or retired, or if you're all about that nightlife and would like to share a story, by all means, connect with me on www.solo.to forward slash RGMC 2407. Go to Cash App, PayPal, YouTube channel, Facebook group, X Threads, IG, or send an email to the Gmail at RGMC 2407. Go to the Art of Bounce podcast on YouTube and subscribe or follow on ForceFed Digital wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Join the United Ronin Networks on YouTube for exclusive, uncensored versions of the Bounce Pod episodes. Tune in today, because me and my people always have something to say. Fellow sexy people, if you're celebrating your beautiful selves in your favorite locale, and you see a guy or gal in black with an upside down smile, show them a little bit of love because their feet hurt. They listen to their boss bitch all the damn time for nickels and dimes, but they do all to be sure you and y'all have a great time and feel secure. Be safe. <laughs>